Oh yeah. Welcome back everybody. This is uh, Big Run the Chip on Big Run the Chip's podcast and I'm your host Big Run the Chip. I feel like uh, some of this uh, introduction is redundant but I don't uh, you know I just don't think there's any fat to trim. I feel like every word I say is just as important as the one that preceded it. <sighs> one thing I wanted to talk about today was uh, how people just look back with this fucking, oh yeah, I knew that was going to happen, and oh yeah, of course, you know, how the fuck could these people not see this happening? And it's like, yeah, but you're at the end of the story. You're looking back with 2020 hindsight. You know, it's like, fucking give me a fucking break. I don't remember where I was. I just got into a big, long conversation with some people, my familia. Um, I, I remember I was talking about how people look back into history and they're just like, uh, oh, you know, I, uh, what the fuck were these guys thinking? I always use the example of, um, I really enjoyed that Blockbuster documentary. Um, just like the old video stores, there's something about it. Like, I understand it's so much better now as far as being able to get videos and music and all that shit. Like, I'm loving this Spotify fucking thing so much. I'm finding all this fucking music and comedy and podcasts and all this shit. Um, and it's just like, I don't have to store things or go without things. And I, I don't know. I really do love audiobooks too. Um, I don't know. I find that, that these audiobooks cost money. So it's like, it's, uh, but regardless, um, as far as getting stuff for free, I feel guilty in a way. Um, actually I like, I can't remember what comedian said that, uh, she's, she's like, oh, uh, Someone's like, you wouldn't steal this, and we didn't steal a car, would you? It's like, it's like comparing that to downloading shit, and it's like, I would if the person who fucking had the car, if I was stealing it from, still had the fucking car, <laughs> and like, you know, I just got like an exact replica for nothing. Like, it's a stupid fucking comparison. Um, but anyway. Um, oh, so, but that being said, there's something special that we'll lose, we will lose, about getting an album getting an album and bringing it home and it's so special because you want this music so bad and it's such a fucking special thing to have that album and get it and have it home and then you got all this artwork in there and that's just like it, I don't know it's all exciting and shit uh, that part you'll, you'll kind of lose um, but anyway it's definitely more good than bad so uh, you know you gotta, you gotta fucking you gotta just accept that you know what I mean? Rather than have like fucking closets full of all this shit, rooms after rooms full of all this fucking shit. Um, you know, and there's something special about reading a book the old fashioned way, you know, like with pages and paper cuts and um, it's, it's, it's still very fucking enjoyable. But like, I, I really like that meme. That's like, I would like a drug that like it mimics the fucking, the joy of a scholastic book fair. Like uh, just like all that cool shit, like just fucking books. And stupid shit like that. When you're a kid, it's, uh, you just have this, this, um, your soul hasn't been crushed yet. So, like, even just, like, colorful pictures and shit like that and exciting stuff, uh, I think someone died out here yesterday. I got rerouted and then someone's telling me they saw the accident, there was body bags and shit. But the people were, uh, frantically, um, searching the ground for all their stuff because I guess their stuff smashed everywhere this guy's out there now it's like buddy you're gonna get fucking killed this is a blind corner that's why there's so many accidents 
Um, I remember one time we saw a hit and run, and uh, we went to go see if the guy's okay, and we got him out of the vehicle. And then the fucking I don't know I don't know if it was before or after, but his fucking vehicle, the fuel line caught fire, and then he started freaking out, and he started going through his vehicle, and I thought there was more people or something. Like, what the fuck are we doing? And I'm helping him. He's pulling junk out of his fucking trunk. Junk in the trunk. Not even, like, like I'm like, like, clothes and just junk. Shit. Like, dude, we're going to die. And, like, he's asking us for help. It's like, you want these two kids to fucking burn themselves to death, get blown up? I'm thinking, you know, he's got a pet or a kid or, or something in the in the vehicle. It's, it's fucking junk. This guy's risking his life and ours for junk. That's, uh... So, actually, that's a perfect segue back to what I was talking about. It's like, as much as I love the idea of, like, going and renting a movie or buying a movie or buying an album, just having all this fucking junk, it's so important. It's like your entire fucking life. Um, actually, I remember when I used to fucking live so, uh, relatively nomadically. still kind of do. Um, I would pile everything next to me in a stick, like a stick and bindle sort of thing. I'd actually lay out like a, I didn't have a stick, <laughs> um, but I would lay, like a lay of my bandana out and I just put everything on top of it so that, and like keep it beside me. And, um, I don't know. It's just like, you, you're, but even, even just having like a tiny little bag of shit you start, you're worrying about, you know, you, you worry that much, you know what I mean? That you, you lose these fucking stupid possessions and they're all fucking replaceable. I promise you I've had every single fucking thing I've ever owned fucking taken or lost or fucking destroyed. It's, it's all gone uh, a couple times over, and it's not really that big of a deal. Like, yeah, having to acquire new shit kind of sucks uh, if you don't have money, but I find the opposite is far more the case nowadays because you can be broke as shit and still live on a giant pile of fucking junk. Like, it is so fucking easy. You don't even have to pay any money for anything. People will just give you their junk because there's so much of it. Uh, in the world that uh, they don't even want it. You don't even want it. But Or sorry, you think you want it. It's a fucking illusion when it comes to junk, when it comes to, you know, junk food, junk drugs, junk like, like, it's all the same shit. It's an illusion in your brain that you've been fucking tricked to thinking you need or want all this garbage. You don't. So anyway, that being said, now I'm going to flip back to where I was. Um, going to the fucking... Um, going to the blockbuster video or, or whatever your local fucking video shop it was an experience it was, it was exciting you know like uh it was precious and um anyway part of that documentary was saying how oh netflix had the opportunity or sorry sorry blockbuster had the opportunity to buy out netflix for like a trivial amount compared to how much uh you know it was worth it was probably like a million dollars or something but at the time It'd be, it was like fucking absolutely absurd. Like everyone looks back and is like, Blockbuster, you fucking idiots. And it's like, you didn't know that was going to happen. You didn't know that these streaming services or that that would become like the biggest streaming service and was going to be like the most profitable fucking business. Like nobody fucking knew that shit ahead of time. Not even the people doing it knew for sure. And because um, like, fuck, until something's been tested in the market and proven... Who the fuck is to say what, you know, what's going to work or what's not? Like, I'm sure the first, first person that pitched fucking YouTube was like, fuck. Actually, I was just talking to my father-in-law. I got an opportunity to invest in, in fucking bottled water. And he's like, no one's going to pay for bottled water. No one's that stupid. You get that for fucking next to free everywhere. Comes out of the tap, you know. 
and everyone just drinks it out of the tap. Like, fuck, I, I drank tap water my entire life till I started living in some really dirty fucking places. And then I started distilling my own. And then I became a fucking water snob and I couldn't drink dirty water anymore. And I, I actually regret it, to be honest. Um, because now I gotta fucking buy clean water and it's a fucking ordeal. And I gotta buy that reverse osmosis shit. Or I gotta distill it myself, which is a fucking ordeal. But anyway, uh, whatever. The only reason I even brought this shit up is I can't remember. I had lots more examples of when people look back at a fucking, uh, situation. Like, those fucking idiots. And it's like, well, if you knew it was going to happen before, why didn't you fucking invest? You should be a fucking millionaire. And if you're not, then shut the fuck up about it. Like, I can't stand listening to that shit. Like, um, Conan, um, I was going to say Conan the Barbarian. He's a bit of a barbarian. Conan O'Brien was, was talking about this, about, like, um, just have people look back and like, of course FDR was a president. He's President Roosevelt. How do you not know that? Like, like it, <laughs> everyone looks back at fucking history with all the facts. It's just like, as if they would have fucking known. And it's like, uh, I don't know. I'm sure we all do that. Or it's like Bill Burr's fucking buddy, Paul Verzi. Fucking, uh, I fucking called it. I fucking called it. I knew it. Like, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, another example is this guy on a construction site who thought that he invented the fucking charger that charges all the things. Like, he couldn't understand the most basic principle that fucking companies clearly make their things not universal so that you have to commit to their fucking company. It's like the most obvious fucking thing in the world. And, um... I don't know. It's just, uh... Sorry, I just fucking went off. There's some guy just got in my oncoming lane. I was prepared to kill him, but I don't know if he was prepared to die. A lot of people drive into oncoming traffic or uh, walk into traffic, and it's just like, by all fucking means, don't hurry. Just go the fuck ahead. Um, I don't know. And then they get hit, and they're all, like, surprised and shit. Like, I've been hit by a fucking car. It hurts a lot. But I gotta tell you, you don't need to get hit to know that it fucking hurts. Like... Everything in your brain tells you a oh, big fucking thing coming my way. It's gonna fucking hurt like it's gonna kill me Like if there's a boulder fucking falling down, it's like, you know, some Indiana Jones shit You know to get the fuck out of the way like no one has to explain to you why How fast or any of that shit you just know You don't even have to know it's just instinct. It's a re reaction. Like, oh, no, no like oh dear. Oh dear. But anyway, oh back to what I was saying. I finally remembered um, this fucking guy, man, he's just like, yeah, I thought, like he's going on and on patting himself on the back for having this idea for a universal charger. And it's like, you can't possibly believe yet you're the first and only person to ever think of that shit. Like, it's so obvious why it's not the case. Like, fuck. But anyway, it's like, okay, buddy, yeah, you are a fucking absolute genius. You're just this unsung hero. And I'm telling you, that's why I love about people like this going on Dragon's End. And it was funny because he even said, oh, I should go on Dragon's End. It's like, absolutely you should. I love watching people like this come out there so fucking cocky, so fucking stupid, and just be like, oh, I invented a charger that charges everything. And then just like, yeah, well, most companies want their charge. Like, you just have to buy their batteries or their devices. It's like, oh, uh, uh, no, no, oh. Uh, like, it's just, like, it's so painfully obvious. Like, you can't be this fucking stupid. Like, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm smart, I swear. Like, fuck. 
I don't even know if they get through the screening process, but I'm sure, well, I'm not, like, they, they do let some stupid people through for comedic effect, and, um, ah, whatever. Well, the other thing is people are being like, well, I could have invented that, I could have come up with that, and it's like, but you didn't. And if you did and you didn't fucking get it anywhere, then it doesn't fucking, like, you didn't count for shit. You just came up with some fucking idea and you, like, didn't implement it or whatever. Like, give me a fucking break, man. I can't. That's another example of the fucking 2020 hindsight shit. I'm just, like, constantly, like, oh, I, I thought of that. Like, ugh. This one fucking crazy bitch at the bar was talking about this, about how she came up with the idea for um, Adidas fucking shoes that were like instead of like just the, like the regular three stripes they had like different colors for like flags and like it's some like world cup time it's like you don't think that anyone in the fucking thousands and thousands of people that have worked for adidas over the years came up with uh the fucking idea of different color stripes like you don't think that exists you don't think anyone thought of that like what the fuck Fuck, like you're the first person to think of putting flags on fucking shoes or clothes. And I was just like so proud and like just angry that it didn't exist. It's like, first of all, you can get fully, you can go on a website and get fully customized shoes. Any fucking color or design. I remember because I went on and I actually went and designed myself a bunch of tracksuits. Um, but I, I, I couldn't afford them, but I designed them anyway. It's fucking awesome. I made like a company logo back when I had a company. I put like all my favorite colors and insignia and all this shit. I, I loved it. I, I was all about the tracksuits. Uh, I still love tracksuits, but I just don't get an opportunity to wear them. I don't live a life of leisure anymore, you know? Fucking working too much. Uh, these perks today want to be buried in their jogging outfits. And I definitely do. I have, like, one left. I, I can't remember how many I've had over the years. I used to wear a different one every fucking day. And, um... Ah, whatever. Honestly, I like just plain old black clothes. I don't like thinking about what I'm wearing. I don't like giving a fuck about it. I like to worry about everything else, if if anything, than uh, dressing fancy or having different types of clothes. I hate having to spend even half a second in the morning thinking about what type of fucking socks I gotta put on or what type of shirt or what type of whatever. Just like black t-shirts, black pants, fuck, you know? And uh, even switching from white socks to black socks was a hard switch. But now that I'm a dad, I gotta wear fucking shorts, black fucking socks up to the goddamn fucking knee, and um, and uh, sandals. I don't know why they send you this fucking thing in the mail, and you're like, I'm gonna look like a fucking idiot. They're like it doesn't matter. And then they they give you a list of really lame jokes, and they're like you gotta say this at all the time. What if no one laughs? That's lame as shit. They're like doesn't matter. It's part of the job. Shut the fuck up. It's like, God, this is bullshit. What did I sign up for? Fuck. Fuck, I had a good dad joke the other day. I was taking my uh, little girl on a tour. I take her on a lot of tours. Um, if she's asleep, then I just, wa I, I mean, I, whatever. Um, but if she wakes up and she's uh, fussy, then I just, what I do is I just fly her around. Because if, if a baby gets, sometimes if they get indigestion and they're not comfortable on their back right up, and if you can't get a burp out of them, what you do is you grab them by their face. It's really weird. Uh, a midwife showed me this. It's like a magic trick. And you kind of lean them forward. You don't choke them out. You kind of got to hold them up by their pudgy little face. And then um, you kind of, I don't know, it's weird. But anyway, I fly her around like Superman. And, um, or superwoman, super person, whatever the fuck. I fly around like a super fucking baby, and I just give her a tour of everything in the house, the property, whatever. And, um, 
and then I was fucking just messing with her. I, did I already tell you guys this? I don't fucking, I can't remember shit. Um, I haven't really slept in a while, okay? Um, but anyway, I was like, I was like, oh, can you say wreath? Wreath? For some reason, I can't say the word wreath. I still don't know if I'm saying it right anymore. I think I added an F or a TH. Now I don't know which sound is, no, because I'm getting myself the word wreath and the word wreath. And, um, like the thing, uh, it's like a fucking circle. It's all decorative and shit. Goes on a door, it gets knocked off, and you carry fucking furniture through. And people don't remove it until you're like knocking it down. And then they try to wedge their bodies between you and the furniture and the fucking. Oh, let me get that out of the way. Oh, let me get that. And it's like, get it before or don't. But please don't do what you're doing now. I, I, I'm so sick of this. But anyway, that's that's my wreath experience. But anyway, it was really funny because I was taking my little baby on the on the tour and I was showing her everything and, and talking to her and telling her the history of everything. And I was like, then I was just messing with her because she's like a week old and can't talk. And I was like, can you say this? Can you say that? Like like different words. And I'm like, can you say wreath? I'm like, can you say wreath? And I kept trying to say it. And I'm like, because I cannot. I was hoping that you could. It was a really funny joke. Unfortunately, the only person that heard it was someone that can't really process speech yet, which was me and my baby, who was, who was just a close second behind. But anyway, it was a hilarious joke. There was a great line from Fraser about that. He's like, um, he breaks his crock pot and he's like, you know, it broke again, <laughs> like crock work. <laughs> and he's like, once again, I uh, suffer the, uh, what does he say? It's a very clever way to describe what I just went through. I suffer the tragedy of being um, incredibly clever yet alone or something something along those lines. Like I said something really witty and no one was around to hear it. Um, of course, he has an entire camera crew when he's on the fucking television show set. So I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. But I was genuinely alone. Uh, it's, I mean, my, my baby was there. She, she's a fucking baby. What do you want? I'm sure she won't laugh at my jokes even when she is old enough to get them. But then I started thinking, why don't I just do a funny accent? If I just constantly talk to her in a funny accent, she'll think that's the way we talk. I'll, I'll just put on, like, shows of weird accents. I already started speaking Spanish to her. I don't speak Spanish. I hope she'll fucking learn and teach me how to do it properly. That was, <laughs> that was so funny, my buddy and his girls there. Because uh, he speaks four languages. And... His fucking little girls are speaking this fucking melange of those four languages. I'm like, it's so fucking perfect. Because I remember within like three sentences, I heard all four. And I was like, fuck. Well, they're all similar. Uh, Portuguese, Italian, uh, Spanish, and English. They're similar. They're completely different languages. But when you compare like the rest of the world, at least they're Latin-based. You know what I mean? There's, they're far more similar than like if you start throwing in like some fucking... Cantonese or some fucking Indian shit or you know what I mean like um, I don't know like you can see similarities across the board with French English Spanish Italian and Portuguese completely fucking different not not alike enough that um, it's easy but oh shit I got fucking salad in there salad fuck I got the best fucking setup now so, like, when my baby does fall asleep, I gotta hold her with at least one hand. And so I only have one fucking free hand to try to, like, I was trying to play Civilization. I got now I gotta set up on the PC and I got the fucking, uh, the optical mouse. So I just put the mouse on my fucking leg. And I only need to, like, fucking wiggle, like, within an inch. 
and just being able to wiggle my one hand one fucking inch in, in each direction, I can play the entire fucking game just like that. I was like, this is absolutely fucking phenomenal. What a fucking time to be alive. Absolutely fucking blown away. The only thing is, though, it's like, you know, um, you can only play a game that, like, you can drop at any second. Because as soon as, you know, your baby starts freaking out, you got to be able to jump up and fucking whatever. Um, that's why Civilization is perfect. It's turn-based, and I'm not playing multiplayer, so, uh, you know, it's uh, not, not going to hold anyone up for fucking an hour if I have to you know, go or whatever. And um, anyway, it's pretty sweet. I mean, if I'm going to fucking stay up all night doing nothing, it's nice to actually be able to fucking do something fun in between... Uh, yeah. The other thing she seems to, uh, my, my baby seems to res respond to, though, when she's not asleep, uh, um, or she, she, she's freaking out, is um, singing, if I just sing to her. I'm a terrible fucking singer. I will not fucking uh, deny that, but I don't know. There's something about a t even terrible singing. I think it's just like, especially if you sing like Johnny Cash or something with like a nice low voice, it's like just there's a lot of rumbling in the solar plex and the chest and shit I think that's just soothing um so anyway a lady told me to stick your baby on top of the dryer and uh it's warm and it rumbles and that's uh, there's something about the rumble I think because they're just used to being in, in a nice like tummy moving around a lot that they're that's their like comfort zone like my uh my grandpa when he came over here uh my dad he used to fucking um, drive over, drive over like train tracks and hills and shit in his big ass fucking Cadillac because it would just it would like it, it, he spent he spent so much time on boats as a baby so it would just soothe them uh, just the, the sway or whatever uh, I don't know I think it'd be pretty cool a life at sea just being out one of those huge fucking freighter ships and just hitting going from port to port something I think would be really awesome about it just being like I mean being out in open water is terrifying in a, in a completely uh, unique way but uh, I still think there's something just beautiful and romantic about the open sea just fucking uh, terrifying but also beautiful anyway this ain't poetry night oh, I was just referencing King of the Hill when uh, they gentrify and douchify fucking uh, Sugarfoot some guy did that to a restaurant out here. I think I've already gone off on a rant about it. I don't want to get into it again because it was one of our favorite spots. And it's been there since, like, I don't even know, like, 1807. It's just, like, some old fucking place in the middle of fucking nowhere. And it's, like, it's a part of the fucking history of this fucking area. But it was just so well-kept and well-preserved. And the I used to go every fucking day. There's such wonderful people there. They had, like, all your favorites. Just, like, you could drop this place anywhere in a small town in North America, like anywhere, in the south, the north, fucking wherever, and it has all your favorite fucking shit, it has like the charm of like a, a small town place where they're just real nice, you know, the, the and uh, the waitress calls you Suge or Hun or whatever, and uh, oh, just one of the best fucking places, the best comfort, I'm sorry, was, past tense, unless somebody fucking uh, goes and overhauls it back to uh, its former glory. I don't know, some guy thought they needed a douchey hipster-style fucking place uh, where the food tastes like shit, and um, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he's going for. Uh, I don't know. He, he, more than that, it's just like, 
I can't stand when people come over the table and tell me their whole fucking life story and shit. It's like, even the people here that I liked, I would never fucking have them come over and talk to me while I'm fucking eating. Like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to talk to the people I'm with while I'm eating. I've, uh, I've already gone on this huge fucking rant. But when, like, someone comes over and starts lingering. You know, I love I love in the fucking Sopranos when uh, Artie's doing that. And you're just, like, you're cringing. You're wincing. Like, oh, my God. Get the fuck out of here, Artie Buko. Like, you fucking douche. Nobody... Nobody wants to hear you talk. Like, it's like, fuck, thank God he said it. Like, it's just like the stupid jokes and the fucking, like, the annoying comments and the, ah, it's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't know. I love to socialize and I love to fucking eat. I don't like to do the thing, the two at the same time. I don't understand why that's a, still a thing. Like, I, I, I don't know. But anyway, it is what it is. Anyway. The, uh, oh yeah, what I was going to say too about that fucking 2020 hindsight thing is that those are the type of fucking people that come up to you after a fight and they start telling you how you should have done this and should have done that. And if I were, if that were me, I would have done this. I would have thrown them one of these and one of those. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Because it's always people not in a fight that will fucking tell you all this shit. And it's like, you know what? Yeah, if I fucking watched a fight afterwards, I'd come up with all kinds of great fucking plans. It's like Mike Tyson said, it's like everyone has like all these fucking, I don't remember the exact quote, but it's like everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face and then that all of this, like your entire fucking nervous system is like so fucked, like, and it does not look or sound like it does in the TV or the movies. It's a fucking, it's, I don't know. Sometimes you can remember it a certain way, but if you actually see what it looks like, it's fucked. And, uh, I don't know, my experience it's, uh, it doesn't go very well, but I just can't stand that shit that people have to the fact, I would have done this, and I would have, you should have done one of these and one of those, and like, oh, fuck, give me a fucking break, that shit drives me fucking mental, so anyway, I love you all, guys, be well, and, um, yeah, fuck, you know what you guys should do, I'll tell you, I'm just joking, um, it's ironic, you know, I don't like people telling me what I should or shouldn't do, and then I spend an hour a day telling people what they should or shouldn't do. I'm not telling you how to fucking live. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. I stole that from the Hodge twins, all right? Do whatever the fuck you want to do, man. Anyway, I love you all. Be well. What's happening, everybody? Big Run the Chip here on Big Run the Chip's podcast, and I'm your host, Big Run the Chip, on Big Run the Chip's podcast. Now, before I was working on making my intro slightly uh, less redundant, and now I'm kind of stepping in towards it, okay? So that's what it is now. Sometimes you just got to stop fighting things, you know? You just got to gotta, gotta take things head on. Anyway, I feel like I, I can't... I'm not sure anymore what a talking point is or what I just like things I have to do. So I wrote down dryer vent because I think I got to clean out my dryer vent. I haven't done it in a while and I don't feel like my dryer is working uh, at 100% efficiency. So this is just a public service announcement to everybody. You, you should make sure your dryer vents are clear for two reasons. One, for efficiency of your fucking unit. You could be using a lot of le extra electricity trying to push your fucking... Um, moist air out of the house and there's a bunch of fucking dryer 
lint and fucking shit clogging that motherfucker up. That's one. A much bigger concern is, though, it's the leading cause of house fires, okay? And uh, so it doesn't hurt to uh, once a year, once every year or two to actually pull your entire machine apart and just uh, clean the entire thing out because there can be quite a bit of lint inside the fucking machine. There's a lot of places for it to hide and, uh, and then cause a fire like that. So anyway, just uh, keep that in mind. And if it's a pain in the ass to get the fucking um, the termination off, like the out outside where it fucking terminates, terminated, then, um, then then fucking replace it with something that's easier to fucking open up. Not too easy that there's no screen on there and you get fucking rodents in there, because that's a bitch. A lot of times I've uh, opened up venting and found fucking dead rodents. Um, and also that's... Uh, that can stank up your fucking house something fierce, you know? And like, you know, you go to work and there's a fucking dead rat stuffed in your fucking mail slot. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, that was King of the Hill, actually, I was just thinking of. <laughs> She's like, oh, it's crazy. A rat fucking crawled in my mail slot and died. It's like, no, that was a message. Um, fuck, what a great show. I, I, I'm... I've been re-watching that show my entire life, and I'm telling you, I still find new things that I enjoy about it, or like, things I always loved about that show. It's fucking great. Just the animation. Um, I mean, it's pretty shoddy at the beginning, but uh, the, the fucking voice acting is off the charts. It's just phenomenal. The fucking writing is great, Like, but like, there's so much shit in that show that you can even just, like, just subtle jokes and stupid stuff that's just really fucking funny. Anyway. One of my dreams was always to work on a show like that. Like, I love writing and I love voice acting. Uh, not not a dream I, I wanted enough to actually pursue it hard, but I uh, I did know some people that went into animation. I offered my services as a voice actor, like, fuck. And it's like, if it was a beginning project, I, would only, I don't even want any money. Lord knows I don't do most of the shit I do for money. It's like he says in uh, Bugsy, it's like, the guy doesn't respect money. That's me. Only I'm not nearly that successful. Well, I mean, how do you how do you uh, define success? I define success by living on your own terms. You know, uh, or sorry, that's one aspect of success: living on your own terms. Um, I don't know. Some people see it as financial shit. Some people see how much they like you know accomplish. Um, some people. Like me, I, I, I think of it as case by case, you know what I mean? Just to deem someone successful is like, it usually means like financial, but it's like, well, what what did you seek out to do? You know, did you succeed at it? On a case by case, like every single day you should seek, uh, you know, and I, by me, I'm one of these guys that is a classic underachiever that just made my goals way too fucking easy at times. Very rarely did I set really, really difficult fucking goals and, and uh, I mean, I achieved them, but that's not because I'm a fucking very, uh, like, amazing fucking person. The reason I, I achieved all my fucking goals is that I just didn't set enough of them and I didn't set enough difficult ones, you know? So, uh, there you go. Take from that what you will. These are conversations we have to fucking have with ourselves, right? Like. Are you successful? Are you doing enough for yourself and others, you know? Who do you want to be? What do you want to do? Like, these are uh, things you got to constantly ask yourself. Not just every once in a while, but constantly. Are you the person you want to be? 
I always say, uh, you know, try to have an imaginary conversation with a with a child, with your with yourself as a child, you know, and be like, this is who I am. This is or this is what who you became. This is this is what we are now, you know. And I, would would a young you be like, what the fuck? This is it. This is what you did with your fucking life. See, for me, because I was a very <laughs> very unambitious child. No, I mean, I, I started out super ambitious. I wanted to conquer the world. I was like, it's crazy. But then at some point, I just like, all I wanted to do was just like, live in a trailer, be a garbage man. And it's like every fucking goal I had, I surpassed. Um, because, it, yeah, I, I was aiming, there's nothing wrong with being a garbage man or living in a trailer. It's just, um, I didn't want to try too hard at anything. I feel like life is fucking challenging enough without trying to set your fucking goals way too fucking high. But, um, to be honest, I think uh, going into HVAC, I thought, like, ah, you know, this won't be so hard. It, for me, it was way fucking harder than it was for most people because I wasn't naturally gifted at it. Actually, the guy who trained me originally in the trade was the same way. Like, he's an absolute fucking genius in a lot of ways. Incredibly fucking intelligent, capable guy, but HVAC did not come easy for him. See, he misspent so much of his fucking life and then wanted to spend the rest of his days trying absolutely his hardest at everything. Um, he would actually, it seemed like, go out of his way to make his life a living hell because he felt like the more challenges, the more difficulties, the more admirable it was to overcome all that shit. And, I mean, I respect him in the way that he fucking lives. But in another way, it's like, holy fuck, I mean, life's going to kick your ass without trying to fucking make it as hard as fucking possible. But anyway, um, doing shit that, like getting out of your comfort zone and doing shit that's incredibly difficult is uh, very admirable. And uh, also, I really appreciated that someone was in the same boat as I was as far as doing something that didn't come naturally easy. Um, I don't know. What are you going to do? But also, there's a stupidness. It's like I, you, you, you could misspend your like your entire fucking life or most of it doing shit that you're not good at and that you don't even really enjoy that much. Oh, someone took my fucking parking space. Why? Why? Por qué Dios? Anyway, guys, I gotta go. I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about. I love you all. Be well. Take care. What's going on, everybody? How's it going? It's Big Red Nick Champ here, your loyal host. Coming at you live with new episodes every, every day. Uh, not every day, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, every every week or so, or wh whenever I feel like it. Ah, fuck, I'm just trying to do a Don Mazzetti. He's one of my favorites. Bro Science Life. Oh, fuck, man, that guy's funny. I haven't watched it in so long. I kind of gave up on YouTube. I got sick of it. It's like if I wanted to watch commercials, I go back to like fucking 1987 and put on the old fucking television set. Just give me a fucking break. I don't know. TV was already destroying our fucking brains, but like YouTube and TikTok and all that shit just kicked it up into fucking hyperdrive in the last few years. Um, but whatever. That's why what I say about the whole religious thing. It's like. If you want to control people, you have a much more modern version of, of uh, doing that is the, is the media. And the media just keeps getting more advanced. Um, so it's like, that's that's the way to do it. The thing is, it's tried and true, right? And uh, 
the more things advance, the more people are going to try to re resist it and then go fall back on like, you know, old fucking ancient caveman fucking ways. The idea is to freeze things in time just the way you like it when you were most happy and then try to make the world that place forever. And it's like, it just doesn't fucking work. It never has, it never will. And sometimes you may align with other people when you're like, oh no, no, this is the way we like it. And then, but eventually the more and more you're, you're gonna, you're gonna have less and less in common with those in power who are trying to create the world uh, the way they fucking want it. And uh, I don't know. But also once you have a fucking uh, fascist theocracy ruling your fucking government, it's just a matter of time before they just, you know, because they're not based on logic, they're not based for what's best for the fucking people, um, and it's not based on, um, you know, it's like, it's like science is constantly evolving, this shit cannot evolve, it's just fucking, some fucking religion or theology or whatever the fuck it is, some ideology, and it's like, you can't change, it can't get better, and it, it, we all, we all have this fucking turmoil going on in ourselves it's like once you get to the point where you can't get any better you feel like oh i'm perfect just the way i am and you can't improve you're fucked you're absolutely fucked and some people think that only happens to old people it's more often it's more prevalent in older people but it definitely happens to young people you see that all the time you just refuse to learn new shit just like i know enough i'm fine you know it's uh it, you know but it's scary it's scary to step outside your comfort zone like fuck that's why I always say, you know, it's like you uh, find comfort in giving up control because it's like, it's not as scary. You don't have to make your own decisions or have your own thoughts. You just put on some fucking news or your Bible or whatever the fuck uh, you listen to or watch and then they can tell you how to think. You can tune in right here. I can tell you how to think if you want. But it's like, I always look at people. I don't, I don't swallow anything whole. There's no fucking single person on the planet I would trust entirely. To, that I think is completely flawless. So how the fuck can anyone's theology be flawless? You'd have to believe it's fucking ordained by some fucking magic being in the sky. And then whoever the fuck is giving you that information is, is just the one person that's free of fucking corruption. You just stumbled across... You and every other person believes they stumbled across the one fucking person or group of people that is free of corruption. And it's like, well, that's fucking fantastic. That's great to hear. I couldn't even imagine that. I couldn't imagine believing in one fucking person that much or one fucking theology that's just completely infallible, just completely flawless. Like, every single human being is fucking flawed. It's part of what makes us human. Like, for example, I look at my little baby. She's perfect to me. Um, but the thing is, I'm thinking about the design here, and if there is a God design, it's like, I, I got some questions. Why the fuck can't... Why do you give her this giant head and she, she, this tiny little neck? She can't hold her fucking head up. And uh, that's kind of fucked up. What's going on there? That's one question. The other is, why do you give her this fucking gargantuan fucking Hulk-like strength to rip all my fucking beard hairs out? Yet she doesn't have the strength to hold her head up and can't digest a fucking meal on her own without me patting her on the back. Like, what the hell is that? Talk about entitlement. I don't. I don't. I don't like to breathe life into this stupid fucking idea that like only young people have a sense of entitlement. This fucking child wants a pat on the back just for fucking drinking fucking boob milk. I'm just joking. That was a, that was a bad dad joke. Are there any good dad jokes? Uh, I don't know. Are there any horse socks? Is anyone listening to me? That's a quote from Billy Madison. 
I was just talking to one of my best pals I haven't talked to in a long time, and uh, we were talking about how he could just quote that fucking movie every single day. Actually, uh, fuck, I think it was Jim Downey. He's a writer for Saturday Night Live. He was on that uh, podcast I really enjoy with David Spadino and um, Dana Carvey. And uh, he was just talking about... He's the guy in uh, Billy Madison that was like the judge for their final competition. It was like, if any of you try to cheat, especially with my wife, who's a dirty, dirty tramp, I'm just going to lose it. Or um, his most memorable line was... Um, Fuck, I'm going to fuck this up now. At no point in your incoherent rambling did you say anything that even resembled a rational thought. I award you no point, or no, everyone in the room is dumber for having heard it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. A simple wrong would have been suffice. I, I think that's right. I don't know if I got that, but it's just perfect. Actually, I just found that gif on the old... Um, fucking imager. See, the thing is, I learned the word gif as jif, and I learned the word imager, the uh, Reddit site, as imager. I just read it phonetic, phonetically. Actually, a funny story, and I mean funny. Funny. That'll make sense in a second. I never heard the word phonetic spoken. It wasn't until I understood that the root word was in uh, the, Phoeni the Phoenicians, because they invented the alphabet. And I learned that from playing Civilization. So yeah, I wasted a lot of time playing video games, but I... Uh, the term is, I can't even say it without sweating. That's a Sebastian Maniscalco quote. Um, fucking accidental edutainment. Edutainment is the word. Yes, everyone is now dumber for having heard it, ironically. Um, but you get a lot of education out of certain video games and shows, which I, which I fucking love. Because mostly I'm just watching a bunch of lights on a fucking box like a fucking moron. But every once in a while, I will get educated by, especially a game Civilization. Got the Civilopedia in there. I don't know, because it's like you're reliving uh, history or like like parts of it. You're watching these civilizations develop. You learn about the inventions and how they affect. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I constantly have to defend everything I fucking do. And uh, I already forgot the thing that I said that I learned. Hold on. <laughs> Fuck, I just went completely fucking blank. You know, I used to fucking meditate, and I would, my brain would just be racing, racing, racing. And if I wanted to just go, like, have a clear mind or whatever, I, I couldn't fucking do it. But right now, when I'm trying to remember what I was talking about, fucking blank. Absolutely transcendental. Is that the word? Transcendental fucking enlightenment? I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But I'm just like absolutely clear of mind, heart, and soul. Like I just have nothing in my fucking head. And uh, it's almost maddening. Actually, one of my friends, uh, Amon, Amon, he's a pretty religious guy. Um, but he wasn't trying to like force it on anybody. He would just like educate you. And I love, like I said, I love education. I find it entertaining. I, entertaining, I find it like edutainment. Um, he was a Sikh, and he, I just found the religion fascinating. Um, wonderful fucking people. I'm not a big fan of religion, but those are wonderful fucking people. And uh, also, I, I, have a, I have a nice thick big beard, but amongst those guys, I feel like emasculated um, with my uh, lack of beard. These guys are serious beard guys. And that's, that's the uh, utmost uh, maximum amount of respect I can have for a person by their amount of facial hair. I love when people compliment you on your beard as if it's some sort of achievement. Like, this is just something that occurred when I was too lazy to shave. 
I swear to God, I, I, I take no fucking credit. <laughs> I've got a bunch of fucking gross fur, and I'm losing a lot of hair on my head. It's like, I, I don't take credit for that. I don't, I, uh, it's just some shit that's happening. I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I've tried really hard at a lot of things in life. But like, even growing hair, you know, you're going against gravity. Beard is like, fuck, it's just drooping down. Now, having a mustache is a little bit of a pain in the fucking ass because it's like, um, well, if your mustache is a pain in the ass, it's, you know, you're doing some fucking kinky stuff, huh? <laughs> no, but like, if you have a mustache, it's like, it's, it's kind of annoying because it, it, it interferes with your, your fucking eating hole mouth. I, I hate when I feel like some immigrant that doesn't speak English. You don't have to, like, you know what I mean? Someone whose English is a second language and I'm like, what the fuck? I forgot all the fucking words. Like, shit. <laughs> Poor people, man. I couldn't even imagine going to another country trying to learn another language. I'm forgetting my fucking first one. Holy shit. Anyway, my buddy Amadi used to tell me, he's like, Ron, you're way too stressed out. You've got to fucking, um, what you got to do is like, just get the fuck out of town. You gotta go somewhere where there's just trees and fucking and, and nothing around you. You can't hear anything. He's like, don't take your phone, don't take your smokes, don't take music. Just you just need to sit with your eyes closed and be at peace. And just just sit there and try not to think of anything. If you have to think of anything, just think of like your breath or like the feeling of the sun on your face or like the whatever you're like you're sitting on the ground. Like just focus on like one feeling or something. Like, don't think of anything and just try to find some peace or whatever. I don't know. He articulated it much, much better. The funny thing is he, he could speak so beautifully and then every once in a while we come across a total cunt customer when I first started working with this guy. And I already knew the guy for like a year or so. Talked to him like every day. And then he'd be like, oh, Ron, I don't. All of a sudden he'd have this accent <laughs> it would get so thick. And he'd be like, I don't. My English is not very good. Can you talk to this customer? Because I don't uh, no, understand. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. He got me with it like six times. And finally I'm like, dude, you speak English better than me. What the fuck? How do you keep getting me with this? Like, <laughs> fucking dick. But anyway, he was telling me to go meditate, but he never said the word meditate, not once. And uh, it was very helpful and restorative without the negative connotation that I had to develop with uh, people who meditate. Anyway, I don't know how the fuck I ended up late for work. I woke up early enough. Maybe I was meditating? I don't fucking know. Anyway. I love you all, guys, and uh, I hope you find inner peace. Be well. Welcome back. Big Run the Chip is here on Big Run the Chip's podcast, and I'm your host. You guessed it, Big Run the Chip. Back on the airwaves. It feels, it feels like I've been gone for an excruciatingly long time. Uh, I was off for one day, but it felt like, it felt like several. It's fucked. Uh, the thing is, if you're working six or seven days a week, then one day off feels so much fucking longer. It's weird. Well, it's like any break in the fucking regular cycle will feel like a much longer day, for better or for worse. Any any experience that's different than what you know, because your brain will file every single day, every single average day, the same way. You know, if you're just sitting, like you know, you go to work and you do the same shit every day. You'll only have like a few memories of that because your brain's not like why the fuck would you save like 6,000 under the same fucking memories Or if like you get home and you just lie on the couch and fucking watch TV 
your the time is going to fly, but also your and your your brain's not going to save new memories. So, a way of uh, expanding perceptively, you get more out of life is to do new things all the time, to constantly change up your routine. Which you know, like we said, I said a lot is sometimes scary, but yeah, you got to do it. That's how you get most out of life. Regardless. I think to get the most out of life, you got to uh, stay home with your screaming baby all day. And then uh, ev anything else you do after that just feels like heaven. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know how my woman does it every fucking day all day. 24 hours a day with a freaking crazy ass baby. The thing is, when it's the good is there's way more, there's more good than bad, you know, the, the good times and the good moments outshine the, the horrible, horrible fucking moments. Oh yeah, yesterday was one month. That's a, that's a milestone, I think. But believe me, there are times in the last month that where the, the minutes felt like hours, the fucking hours felt like a millennia, where time just slows to nothing, where you're just, you're so fucking, because, you know, some things are like brand new, you know, and, and when you're like, worried about your little baby or whatever it's just like the it's like the most stressed you'll ever be I don't want to end up like uh, you know like in the in family guy like Brian Griffin's like you don't understand until you have children you do not understand <laughs> oh shit I fucking love that he sticks his little hands up because <laughs> uh, you know you're making fun of uh, like people exactly or, or even multiple people that are like that there's so many people like that just fucking gatekeepers just like you don't understand like oh fuck off oh fuck the MTO guys are out fucking hate those cocksuckers they're the fucking worst they're like a rung below parking enforcement they just prey on like fucking commercial vehicles mostly it's like get the fuck out of here holy shit I remember this one stupid bitch I already told you guys this story the one that fucking she set up shop on uh, I accidentally made a wrong turn that was the worst part and went over this fucking bridge I didn't even need to go over and then when I turned around to go back this fucking idiot MTO cunt just set up shop there and then she's like she pulls us over like almost gets hit cause she's a fucking idiot and um, like just jumps out in the road so we slam on the brakes and fucking she's like oh uh what's on your truck i'm like and i start listing the items you know it's like appliances and shit she's like well how heavy is it i'm like i don't have the exact weight right now um she's like well you can't, you can't have a heavy truck on this bridge it's like i just came over the bridge and it's like yo like you know and it's just like okay what the fuck are you talking about so it's just like you set up on one side of the fucking bridge every once in a while and that's how you enforce this fucking arbitrary law. And also it's like, the, yeah, there's a sign that says eight tons. Our truck is five tons. Like, that's a big fucking difference. But she's a fucking idiot and has no idea. Like, she doesn't know the difference in trucks. Like, she doesn't know shit. So then she's like, you can't take the bridge. I'm like, okay, so where am I supposed to go then? Like, where's the detour? She's like, I don't know. I don't really know the roads around here. So it's like, you don't know trucks, you don't know vehicles, you don't, or you clearly don't understand traffic the way you just dove in front of us. And you don't know roads, you don't know the area. Like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Like, fuck! But anyway, 
that's not the fucking first encounter with those cocksuckers. It's by far, unfortunately, not going to be the last. I don't know. They just lurk about. Like, at least she didn't find us up the ass for a bunch of fucking bullshit. She's just, like, hanging out with nothing to do. Just making our day a fucking... Well, I mean, she did cost us money by giving us a big fucking detour. Um, I don't know. Like, fuck. What, what can you do? You gotta have these, apparently you have to have these organizations. There's the TSSA, the MTO, there's a ton of these organizations and it's really, really bad and Ontario's the worst where you just have to fucking charge the shit out of people and it's like, find them up the fucking ass. It's like it's done under the guise of safety, but it's mostly just extortion. But also, it's not even just designed for extortion, it's also fucking, um, you get these fucking people that suck ass, you know what I mean? Not not necessarily as bad like starting out, but then their job fucking sucks. What they're doing is fucked. They're being total cunts to people. So after a while, that builds up, right? We all know, you know, when when after a while the bitterness grows. I know dealing with people, you know, you get more and more aggravated and frustrated, and the bitterness just keeps fucking building and building. And when your job is to be a fucking dick like these guys, then obviously you just become more and more of a fucking dick every single fucking day, and, uh, yeah, and then you, that's, I don't know, what, what are you gonna do, fucking parasites, man, the way I look at it, though, is if you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, like, you know, I'm a fucking doing good, honest fucking work, you know, those guys don't have that, they're fucked. Like, oh, what, like, at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, I'm a little bit tired and filthy. It's like, well, I know I did a lot of fucking work. I did a lot of good for people. I feel good, you know. These guys, they get home and they're just, like, fucking bitter and, like, oh, I fucked over a bunch of people. You know, they take satisfaction in that. They're fucked, you know. Or, or they have to be like, oh, I'm a piece of shit, you know. So, whatever. Oh, uh, fuck. Louis C.K. has a great bit about how, uh... A lot of people do their jobs and they're just like, well, this job is too shitty for me. So their, their, their solution is to just be the shittiest version of whatever that job is. I can't even remember the fucking, uh, how it started or whatever, but it's just like, there's so many people like that. There's so many people that are just completely incompetent, can't do their fucking jobs. And there's people who like, are just like refusing to put in any fucking effort. And it's like, yeah, if a job sucks and it's beneath you, fuck off, get another fucking job. Like, you know, after a while... You can only blame the company or whatever so long. You keep fucking doing it. You're just screwing over the fucking customers, more or less. And, um, yeah, a lot of customers are cunts. But anyway, being fucking miserable as like a, you know, and being bitter and fucking as a revenge on the world that you feel has wronged you, it's like you're just screwing yourself over to be fucking, to be a piece of shit every day. I don't fucking. I get, I get there too. We all get there, but it's just like, yeah, you got to move on to something else. Fuck. Well, I mean, you got pretty much the the two main choices would be to move on to something else, or uh, you got to. Uh, you know, one of my best buddies were talking about was uh, you got to fall back in love with the job you have. You got to learn to appreciate it. A lot of times, you have to leave your job to appreciate all the fucking good parts about it. But sometimes you you just need to retrain your brain to uh, appreciate. It all the good stuff you got going on. And uh, it's the same as a lot of times when you leave a job, 
all your uh, your bosses and co-workers are like holy shit that guy was doing a lot more than we uh, realized or you know we really needed that motherfucker or the opposite <laughs> some people are so fucking useless they leave and it's like it makes almost no difference <laughs> this person didn't do shit um that happens too. <laughs> anyway, it's good to uh, take a step back and appreciate all the good stuff in your life, all the good people, all the, you know, what's good and what's bad, you know, take stock and really look at it critically. It's really hard, you know, in, in first person, you know, you got to take a big step fucking backwards and look at your, uh, look at yourself objectively. Holy shit, yesterday, uh, because I did stay home and I had the, ma uh, the baby most of the day, my, uh, my wife's the most amazing cook. Like, I don't just say that because she's my wife. She's my wife because she's the most amazing cook. No, I, <laughs> um, I absolutely, she just goes so far over and above. Like, it's just, I don't know, she, uh, she just has a natural talent. But she's so adventurous. Like, I, I used to hate watching cooking shows because I just, I was like, what the fuck is this? Though, especially when you're hungry, it's torture. But the thing is, I watch with my woman and she gets all excited. She's like, oh, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. And then it's like, okay, now I'm really into this. Um, but anyway, but not just, um, not just like, like she's good at it. She goes so far over and above. Like, she takes so many extra steps, like, that I just would not do it. I'm, I'm a lazy fuck sometimes. Um, so anyway, it's, anyway, uh, yeah, so having, like, taken the baby off her hands for most of the day yesterday, I gave her, like, lots of fucking opportunity and time to make all this delicious food, and, uh, I always say, um, well, yeah, then I'm usually on cleanup duty, which is fantastic. Oh, yeah, my hilarious line is, uh, sing like no one's listening, dance like no one's watching, um, and clean, or no cook like you'll never clean the kitchen something like that <laughs> it's hilarious um but anyway i have no i don't actually give a fuck because uh anytime i'm cleaning the kitchen like three times five times a day means i'm gonna eat really well that day and other days um anyway it's, it's absolutely wonderful oh and we got to go to the park again yesterday my little baby likes to be outside I feel bad my wife's all cooped up all fucking day in the house and she's like a real busy person that likes to do a lot of stuff. See, I, I don't mind being cooped up in the house. I love fucking... I mean, well, that's the thing. You're not just taking it easy either. Um, well, I mean, there are... Whatever. Anyway, fucking... It was awesome. We went to the park and uh, this time there were little baby geese. There's tons of little baby geese. And they're in that little stage of... Uh, they're just like little fuzzy lemons. And they got tiny little wings. It's, uh, it's very heartwarming. I love it. I told my baby, I said, hey, you used to be a cute little baby. And, uh, but now we're sick of it. And we gotta come to the park and look at other little baby creatures. Alright? So there. Better keep on your toes there, fella. Even though she's a girl, I call her fella. I don't know. I've been trying to watch more kid-friendly, uh, stuff. And I put on this movie up because I wanted to see it um, for a while. I thought it was going to be good. It was really good, but it was like, holy fuck. It's a bit heavy, I got to say. <laughs> I don't know how they fucking, this guy flew his house. It's, 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 it's a little too heavy <laughs> at times. But no, I mean, it's powerful stuff, you know, very emotional. You know, this, uh, I don't know if you guys saw that movie. I just saw it. I, I feel like it's been around a while. 
but um, it really tugs on the old heartstrings. Gets you right in the feels, right in the emotions. It's essentially about a creepy old man that abducts a young boy <laughs> and takes him away. No, I'm just joking. No, it's a, that was a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. Anyway, I gotta go into work. Guys, I love you. Thank you for listening. Take care. What's happening, everybody? I'd just like to air some grievances. Recently, I uh, tried to go and get myself some fucking junk food. Okay? Now, I'm already like, you know, it's like it's really bad for my health. It's really bad for my fucking budget. So it's something I very rarely do. But every fucking time, they like short a bunch of stuff on me. Like they just don't give me all the stuff I ordered and pay for. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing that? Like, I, it, it doesn't make any sense. If they were stealing, I would, I would respect that a lot more. But it's just fucking absolutely fucking retarded. They just can't get your fucking order right. But then, why don't they ever error, like, where they give you extra stuff and it all fucking evens out? I can forgive a fucking mistake, but it's always in their favor. Well, sorry, not the person doing it. They're not getting shit. They're getting fucked over by this huge corporation more than anybody. And yet they're stealing in favor of that corporation. Like, I mean, they're stealing from us, the hardworking, hungry fucking dickhead. And it's like... Oh, I don't know. It just it fucking pisses me off so much. I just don't understand. It's like every once in a while is one thing, but it's like every fucking time. Anyway, what are you gonna do? Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Today's episode is brought to you by McDonald's. We have this new app you can download on your phone and, and order all kinds of different items. Make sure to order extra, because we probably will only give you half of what you ordered. Ha ha ha! It's kind of like gambling. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. We started charging you 60 cents for a pack of shitty fucking mayonnaise. And we also might not give it to you. Ha 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 ha! I'm loving it. Oh, fuck. The other one's even better. The KFC. They get, they didn't even give me half of the shit I ordered. Like, everything was fucked. It's like, what are you guys doing? <clears throat> and the one guy's in there. He's freaking out at the person. Like, there's one guy working in the back. And then he's yelling up front. He's like, stop selling so much chicken. We're running low. Every day, this guy's running out of chicken. It's like, what the fuck do you think you do here? Why don't you make enough chicken? Like it's lunchtime, you sell chicken. It's in the title. Holy fuck. Like, and, and he's getting mad at the fucking <laughs> the cashier as if she's up there fucking just slinging whatever the fuck she feels like slinging. Like, fuck. It's, <laughs> it's so fuck. And good luck using their app. It's the worst app. It brings you back to like the fucking 1990s when the internet was just born. It's so fucking broken. Oh, God. Anyway, God bless them all. Fuck. I can't. I mean, I'd rather kill myself than do that fucking job, but like, still, like, holy shit. Fuck. What's going on over here? Anyway, I love you all. Be well and have a 
Have a super day. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba.